Chapter 2, A Friend in Need There are many traditional Christmas decorations. Lights, stockings, gingerbread houses, the list goes on. But none are quite as significant as the Christmas tree. Imagine it in the corner of the living room, in the front window, in a busy town square, decked out in ornaments and twinkling lights, filling the house with a glow that just says Christmas. Whether it be real, artificial, tall, short, skinny, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Well, unless you are Holly. It's got to be 12 feet tall and 8 feet across, and I'm going to decorate every inch of it. (laughs) Dear, you know we can't fit a 12-foot tree in our house. Just cut a hole in the ceiling. Hey, but my room's over the living room. It's for Christmas, Jeremy. Mom. Jeremy, honey, don't worry. No one's cutting a hole in your floor. Hey, turn it up. It's Grandma's song on the radio. Turn it up. Grace. Could we just let it play? No need to get too involved in what's on the radio. We're practically there. But, Mom... Said no, Holly. Defeated, Holly dropped the subject. But her spirits were lifted just a moment later when she saw her favorite sign arching over the road. It read, Morrison and Sons Christmas Tree Farm and Fishing Tackle. We're here. We're here. You kids ready to get... Some fishing tackle? Dad! The pickings, as Holly would call them, were slim. And the trees were as slim as the pickings. This one doesn't have any needles? Morrison, is this some kind of joke? Oh, they're on there. Look closer. Oh, three whole needles. Two. Whole needles. Yeah, tough season for balsam furs, I'm afraid. I gave them all the TLC I could, but what happens, happens, I suppose. The family picked out the best one they could find. A thin but tall fur with a few gaps here and there. Well, more than a few. Holly just couldn't accept it. She had her heart set on a massive tree. So... She went looking for the real trees. She rounded the corner of Mr. Morrison's shed, but suddenly she found herself falling and falling and falling, and then... Well, it was better than last time. Mary! Holly the human! How, How can this be? You're back! Yep, here I am. Hi, Cornelius. Holly turned to look at the archway. Not one snowflake. Well, I guess they won't be leaving till that starts back up again. Uh, Look on the bright side. I haven't seen the conductor anywhere today, so he he must be out of town. Well, I'm glad to hear that grouch isn't around. So, what's the plan here? As long as I'm stuck here, I might as well help out. What do you need me to do? Well, my laundry's been piling up, so... Now, what am I talking about? Okay, uh, until the party starts up, we gotta have some fun, right? Um... Ooh, do you like Christmas trees? Do I? Yeah. Do you? Do you like Christmas... I don't know, I thought it was clear. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes I do. Oh, then boy, do I have a surprise 
for you. So off they went. They trapezed to the village, past the already impressive Christmas tree in the town square, which Cornelius assured Holly was not the surprise. But as they climbed the hill, Christmas trees are tall and green. Other trees are just obscene. Christmas trees are tall and green. Oh, I should have known the conductor would be here. He's been grumpier than a sheep that got only sweaters for Christmas. Let's just go around. Wait! You can't go in there. That place is filled with monstrosities. Exciting. Like gargoyles or statues or... No, not like that. Those trees. Those abominations. Those... I'm sorry. I'm out of breath. Clara has been growing trees that are not trees. What's wrong with them? They aren't traditional, and therefore they are bad. Just look at them. The conductor motioned towards the field, but the scene was similar to that of Morrison and Sons. Holly counted... Five scraggly trees dotting the open countryside. Oh, yes. Very right you are, conductor. Look at all those invisible trees. A disgrace. Well, of course she's taken all the trees inside since I started showing up here to protest. Right. In that little shack out there. Yes. I mean, I didn't see her do it, but I know she's hiding them from me. But oh, they are hideous. Pink trees, red trees, polka dot trees. One of them was singing. A singing tree! Sure, conductor. Cornelius, want to go take a look? Anything to get away from him. I heard that! Oh, sorry. All right, here we are. And let's just give a little knockaroo. Conductor, I have a Christmas cracker and I'm not afraid to use it. Oh, oh Cornelius, what a pleasant surprise. And who's this? I'm Holly. Welcome, Holly. Won't you both come in? Now, as you may know, some things are not as they appear. Just like the old saying about good things and small packages, Clara's shack was definitely a good thing. This place is huge! It goes on forever. And look at all these trees. Red, purple, yellow... And there are polka dot ones. Yes, my pride and joy. I just wish they could bring joy to the others too, but the conductor has been scaring everyone away, so I had to move them all in here. How long has he been out there? I mean, he's always complained about my trees for being non-traditional, as he says. But this protest, this is new. It all started when Mr. and Mrs. Gingerbread brought their tree. He noticed that it was plaid, and it just was sent him really over the edge for some reason. He's been extra grumpy lately. Well, that might be my fault. He likes me about as much as a reindeer likes a snowstorm on Christmas Eve. You can say that again. But don't blame yourself, Holly. He's just a grouch. Still, I feel bad that you haven't been able to share your trees with everyone. Hey... Maybe we can help you. I really don't know what could be done, Holly. With that whole spectacle out there, people have just stopped coming. 
But we could go to them. Go to them? Like, sell trees door to door? Not exactly. We can just bring trees into the town square and sell them there. Hey, that, that could work. We just need some way to get them there. Well, I might have just the thing. Maggie, you know Maggie, the sleigh builder. Wait till you see what she has fixed up for me. Whoa! Check out the sleigh! Cool details. Red and green racing stripes. Wrapping paper upholstery. Oh, the sleigh has it all! Isn't it great? Holly and Cornelius worked together to load the sleigh up with trees while Clara hooked a pair of reindeer to the front. And with a snap of the reins, they were off toward the gate. But as they approached, something was blocking the way. Whoa, girls, slow down! What have we here? Conductor, what are you doing? I cannot let you take these trees one inch further. Things have been getting out of hand around here, and I've had enough. That's why I've tied myself to your gate with these licorice laces. Good luck getting anywhere now. A huge grin spread across Clara's face as she leaned forward to pat her reindeer team on the back. Ready? Let's show them what we can do. Cornelius, Holly, hold on! Clara let the reins go slack and her reindeer team charged toward the conductor. But just before they were about to collide, the reindeer took off. They were flying. They zoomed up and over the gate, over the conductor, and touched back down softly on the other side. Merry Christmas, conductor! As they entered Tinseltown, people were already talking. But it seems like maybe the conductor had gotten to them already. Wait, aren't those Clara's trees? You know, I was talking to the conductor, you know, the conductor, and he said... What was so wrong with plain old green trees anyway? I've always liked the way they look. I just can't see how a singing tree would fit in with our decor. Am I right, dear? So noisy, so boisterous, so loud. By the time the sleigh pulled up next to the tree in the town square, quite a crowd had gathered, but not in a good way. They were somewhere between a concerned citizens group and a full-on angry mob. What's the meaning of this? Get those out of here! Town doesn't need these trees. Ugh, unbelievable. I gotta do something to help. Wait, I know. Tinseltonians, we have heard your concerns, but I assure you, there is nothing to worry about. You may have heard the conductor saying some not-so-nice things about Clara and her trees, but why don't you make up your minds for yourselves? Clara has worked so hard to get these trees ready for you. And besides, Christmas is a time for joy, for decorations, for going all out. So why not put up a lime green tree, or a purple glittery tree, or even a singing tree? You know, the girl's got a point. Besides, I see a silver one in there that would match my outer space-themed decorations perfectly. And whoa! Is that a yellow one? I mean, yellow is my favorite color. And does this one? Oh my goodness, this one smells just like freshly baked gingerbread. Wow! Unbelievable! In no time at all, the only thing left in the sleigh was a pile of multicolored pine needles. Lara? 
was beaming. Well, I'll be. I couldn't have done it without you guys. Holly, you are truly a great saleswoman, and both of you are great friends. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, Cornelius, our work here is done. As long as I'm in Tinseltown, we might as well go see if the Queen has any more information about wish magic to share with us. Wish magic, you say? I mean, tree magic is definitely my speciality, but I dabble in some of the other mystical arts. What do you need to know? Well, I'm pretty sure that wish magic is the whole reason why I'm here. I made a wish on the Christmas star last year, and now this year I've been popping in and out of Christmas land. Oh, it's been ages since I've heard any good Christmas star talk. I do know a little bit about her wish magic. It's the royal icing that holds Christmas land together. Wait, the Christmas star is a lady? Well, if you believe the stories, the legends say all kinds of things about what the star does and doesn't look like. But most recently, I've heard that the Christmas star has taken the shape of a woman in a beautiful, ornate dress. Huh. Interesting. Do you think the Christmas star is real? Well, I've never seen her. But I believe in her. Me too. Thanks so much, Clara. I'll be sure to keep all that in mind. My pleasure. And so... Holly and Cornelius made their way back to town. Clara's amazing trees glimmered inside every home they passed as they walked. As they approached the town square, Holly could hear her mother on the other side of the archway. Holly, get back here where I can see you. That's my mom. Hey, it's snowing in the archway again. Excellent. Well, at this point, I dare say I'll be seeing you again, Holly the human. Don't worry, though. I'm going to talk to the queen right away. We'll figure out something. We can't have you getting stuck here. Bye. See you later, Cornelius. Whoosh! Whoa! <laughs> That's way better when you're expecting it. I don't know, David. Maybe we should wait to see what they have at the farmer's market tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, that might not be the worst idea in the world. No! This tree is fine. It's more than fine. Mr. Morrison worked hard to grow it for us. And besides, Christmas trees don't all need to be tall and green. This one has tons of sturdy branches to hang all our ornaments. Yeah, and in that big hole at the bottom, Santa can pile up all the gifts for me. Ahem. And Holly. The kids seem to like it, Grace. Think we should go for it? Please, Mom. Please. Oh, all right. You know what? You can take it. Free of charge. Get it loaded on the car. Yay! Yay! They took the tree home and spent the whole evening decorating it, loading it with every ornament they owned to fill in all the gaps and holes. Well, almost every ornament. Holly just couldn't take her mind off that tin soldier, but she never saw her mother take it out. Well, after Holly and her brother were asleep, and their dad was watching TV, Holly's mother crept quietly up to the attic. She carried down the tin soldier and hung it on the tree near the back, but still visible if you knew where to look. She smiled, reaching out to touch Remington's crooked arm one last time, before going 
to wrap some presents. Thank you so much for listening to Welcome to Tinseltown. The story doesn't end here, though. Continue on to the next episode to find out what's in store. Tinseltonians, thank you so much for tuning in. To get a little sentimental, we've worked very hard on this series, and we really hope we brought a little bit of joy to your holiday season. So if you liked what you heard, if you felt a little bit of that Christmas magic, it would mean the world to us if you shared this podcast with a friend or family member. Just let them know we exist, and you'll make our Christmas. We want to make a second season, and you can help us make that happen by spreading the word. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hey Tinseltown. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Welcome to Tinseltown is a Triangle Content production. Our executive producer is Dave Kiney. We were written and directed by Adam Ganong and Jenna Noor, with music and audio production by Adam Ganong. Our cast includes Jenna Noor, Adam Ganong, Alex Ryu, Sharice Lebrun, Jean-Michel Clish, Kira Chisholm, Hannah Blizzard, and Jake Knorr, with additional voices by Dave Kiney, Daniel Ganong, Philip Hall, and Wayne Knorr. Alex Ryu was our script editor, with additional writing by Dave Kiney and additional music by Ken Miller. Special thanks to Dorothy Kiney, Wayne and Susan Knorr, and Adam Raymunda. Frohlich Weihnachten! Hey, Tinseltonians, Ad Guy here. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is celebrating this holiday season by giving listeners of Welcome to Tinseltown a free audiobook. Audible has over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from. But as your friendly neighborhood faceless ad guy, I recommend you pick up A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. It's a Christmas classic for a reason, and they have a great one narrated by the legendary Tim Curry. Just head to audibletrial.com slash tinseltown and sign up for a free 30-day trial to get your free audiobook. There's no obligation, you can cancel at any time, and the book is yours to keep. If you're under 13, ask a parent or guardian to help. Support the show and get a free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash tinseltown. Hey Tinseltonians, you love Welcome to Tinseltown and now you can show it. Head to the website tinseltown.show slash store and browse awesome Welcome to Tinseltown apparel and merchandise including shirts, blankets, and more. Get your Welcome to Tinseltown gear today. It supports the show, makes a great gift or stocking stuffer this Christmas. And if you're under 13, ask a parent or guardian to help out. Again, that's tinseltown.show slash store.